Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Harlem Podcast, Episode 3. Today, we're going to have a special guest from Big Brother Canada, Season 6, Andrew. And today, we're going to talk about Big Brother Canada 8 and everything crazy that's going on. So, you might want to watch out because we're going to definitely have some spoilers. And that's something that if you're like somebody that watches the show live and watches the episodes and don't watch his feeds and stuff like that, you're not going to want to listen to this until... After the episode, so there's so much to talk about. All right, so have you seen what just happened a little earlier on Big Brother Canada? Yeah, you know uh, the one thing about being alumni is that you you're uh, always in the know of what is going on at any given moment because uh, your Twitter will light up or people will DM you. So yeah, uh, very sad, tragic. I said on Twitter it was unfortunate, but uh, some would say rules are rules, right? Right, I agree. I think the only, the only questionable part of the whole thing is just kind of like they skipped over like the warnings. Like normally, everyone would get a warning for something that isn't because we've seen threats of violence before, and there are always warnings at first. And it's like, and then if you continue it, that's when they take the next step. So it was just weird that we didn't see the warning first. Yeah, you know, um, Big Brother will always say, uh, you know, they'll call the person name and tell them Canada's watching or, like, to stop that, uh, you know. But I will say that that house meeting was a bit intense. Uh, you know, a lot of things were, were said at that house meeting that, you know, kind of amped up uh, the energy that was in uh, the house at the time. And, you know, uh, Jamar wasn't even in danger. He wasn't really kind of, you know, a threat in any means uh, going into that house meeting, you know, and... Uh, emotions kind of ran hot and, you know, people started calling out other people's names and wanted, you know, explanations and it just kind of spiraled out of control there for him. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's part of the game, you know, trying to keep your composure. Definitely uh, Kyle uh, instigated a, a fair bit of it, but, uh, you know, that's that's also part of the game as well. Yeah, I think that – I think the house meeting, it makes a lot of people look bad, but at the same time, uh, it really, like, Kyle did a, even though I really don't like him, he did a pretty good job at using it to his advantage. Yeah, no, Kyle, I think, knew, knew going into that meeting uh, what he wanted to kind of, you know, expose and what he wanted to kind of, you know, uh, stir up. Um, I don't think Ming, Min Lee knew exactly what she was kind of getting herself into. Uh, and obviously she already was in a tough spot and, and it made her look even worse after the meeting. But, uh, you know, kudos to Kyle for, you know, using that opportunity to just you say and kind of you say, hey, you know what? I lied, but who here hasn't lied? Everyone's lied, you know what I mean? And that's part of Big Brother, right? So I think for a guy like Jamar, who, uh, you know, as far, as far as I can see, has been trying to play an authentic game in terms of just being his natural self, uh, you know, at that moment, you know, it, it would have been beneficial to kind of, you know, take a, take a, a back seat and just kind of let other people shoot themselves in the foot, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think that uh, it was kind of a last-ditch effort. And I think that when he seen how it was going, he kind of, you know, took control in the worst way he possibly could. Because this is a game of, like, the first half, you got to take it easy, right? Like, the first half of this game, if you can, you got to stay out of the the way, if that makes sense. You got to stay out of the way and get along as much as you can. And then the second half of the game is when you start 
speaking up and you start taking shots, and he just did it a little too early. Uh, Kyle and Jamar, you're saying? Jamal. Uh, well, you know what? With with Jamar, like I will say this: uh, real people and real personalities don't last in that game very long. And I think as much as you try to kind of you know hold back who you are, um, the the game will definitely bring that out of you. I don't think he played too hard, too quick. I don't think he was an aggressive person. I just think given the the context of what was going on around him, people react differently. You know what I mean? Like Jamar was definitely uh, uh, was at that point playing a bit more of a strategic game than most people anticipated to him to do. And for him just to kind of, you know, just let the, you know, these targets kind of go at each other was for his best interest. But, uh, you know, I think when people lie to you directly to your face and haven't been in that situation, it makes you feel a type of way. And realistically, like if someone lies to you and says that they were, you know, had your back or, you know, know, I think it was like a conversation that he had with Vanessa where Vanessa was expressing, you know, real emotions of of love and like liking, you know, uh, Jamar and saying that she was with him. Uh, You know, it's 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 one of those things where it's like, oh, well, I'm not going to tolerate this person lying to me, even though everyone does it. But like when you feel like you have a genuine connection with somebody and they disrespect you or lie to you. Uh, it's it's a feeling unbe- it's, it's 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 unbelievable, man. Emotions in that house are so like you know, amped up. You know, you're cut off from your family, you're cut off from you know civilization, and you're forced to kind of you know find comfort and solitude with people in the game and and, and the house itself. And you know, when it's not bad, when it's bad, it's it's really bad. And when you feel like you've been lied to or betrayed, like you know, like your emotions definitely can get the best of you, and that's what seemed to happen to Jamar. Yeah, I feel you. I feel like uh You feel me? You feel me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I wish I wish it didn't let lead to him getting expelled because I would have liked to see more of his game and more of where he took it and more of what would have ha- like re- repercussions of everything going through the rest of this week and how things might have certain things could have changed, but you know. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I, you know, we never really got to see Jamar in any competitions. We never got to yeah. see Jamar, you know what I mean? have a, a real, you know, battle or have like a, you know, a, a, you know, what, like there's, we didn't even get to see Jamar host a comp, you know what I mean? He was a, a little side geek, right. that, you know, but like these opportunities that kind of, you know, his fans and the fandom of Big Brother in a Hole would love to see Jamar's energy host a comp, would love to see Jamar talk trash and, and, and battle it up against someone, you know what I mean? So just, it's just unfortunate, like I said, and, 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 you know, hopefully they do bring him back. But, you know, when I think it comes down to like, people's safety in the house and outside the house uh, production uh, was kind of left with no option there. Do you think they could have handled that differently? Could they have had a conversation with him about that? Did he deserve to, you know? What are your thoughts on that? I always ask other people their opinions because I feel like, you know, having played the game and having been so connected to it, it's like, well, with you- it's a different energy, you know? Are you there? I'm there. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Hey, can you hear me? Right. Yeah, the app was just cutting out a bit, but yeah. With, with the way that I feel is if is that you have to look at it as in is what what's said in in the circumstance that's being said. Is it just because he's a little heated and things got to the you know got to a boiling point and he said something he obviously didn't mean, or did he say something he actually you know 
like he, it felt like he actually meant what he was saying. And I thought it was pretty yeah, clear that he didn't and mean he what back, he said. He and that it was instantly uh, when they asked him for clarification when he was outside, like yeah. before he even got called into the DR. You know what I mean? Yeah, he had, had apologized and stuff. And it was like, he, he you could have easily had a discussion with him. It's like, hey, we know you didn't mean what you said, but you got to watch what you say when you're on the feeds. And you got to respect people in terms of what how they feel comfortable in certain arguments and how far that goes. You've easily given a, warrant, a warning and then moved on. And if he did it again, yeah. then do something about it. I feel like they kind of played up to it. Like the like Kyle really played into it. Like, oh, you know, you he immediately said you can get kicked out of the house for saying that, and all of a sudden it's like oh, I'm yeah, uncomfortable, yeah, I'm yeah. uncomfortable, and this and that. So I think that to get him out of there, and I think that's a little bit unfair, and that, that he knew and everyone else knew that he didn't mean what he said. Yeah, no, you know, uh, playing but, the victim in the Big Brother house is nothing new. You know what I mean? It happens every season. Uh, yeah, even I can refer to my experience too. Like you know, Erica had betrayed me. You know what I mean? And like I was, you know, like I was visibly yeah. upset with being betrayed. And I'm like, how could you betray me? I, you know, we're we're supposed to be cool. You know what I mean? But then at the same time, it's like, yeah, she's like, well, I'm playing the game. I'm like, you don't have to play the game with me. Play with the other people. I was, I thought we were cool. You know what I mean? And like, you know, when Chris started to t- tell Jamar he was playing the game, and you know, Jamar's, you know, kind of felt a ways about it. And then Vanessa told him he was playing the game, and then. You know, Jamar was kind of being uh, played for a fool to some degree. Uh, you know, it, it, it makes you feel the most rage you probably ever feel. You know, it's just, it's just, it's just amplified, man. You know what I mean? And yes, I don't believe. Like, and, and people also have to understand, Jamar, uh, Jamar comes from struggle. You know, what I mean, Jamar comes from an environment where, you know, it's you know, for him to be that happy is rare. So uh, for him to be on that show and you know have gone through the numerous you know, psychological testing and, and, and numerous, you know, uh, situational, you know, conversations beforehand. And you, you talk to, a, you know, you talk to a doctor about, you know, uh, your psychological, you know, energies and stuff like that. So I didn't, I didn't feel threatened. I, I didn't think anyone had a reason to feel threatened by Jamar. Uh, but, you know, uh, they like to paint uh, minorities or, you know, or black men as angry or, you know, um, you know, aggressive or playing too hard. Uh, where in reality, this is just the energy that we have, you know what I mean? And it's it's just something, if you're not used to having people of color around you, it might be, you know, misconstrued. And, and Vanessa said a lot of things that were, like, very, like, you know, if you really dig into the, the you know, the undertones of what she said, she said things that, you know, she didn't understand what he was saying. She didn't like the way he's, his tone, you know what I mean? He can't control how he sounds. He can't control how, you know what I mean? Like, it's... It's yeah. just like you're, it's microaggressions, you know what I mean, and and that was a word that I had to learn my my season because I never really understood the extent of it until after I got out of the house, where people that I didn't have conversations with would call me aggressive or would call me toxic. I'm like, you didn't even talk to me. How do you how do you know that? And I'm not that, you know what I mean. But I guess that's just how people want, you know, they want to label certain people that you know is unfair and unjust. And I'm sad that you know Jamar is uh, removed from the game. I'm sad that we were uh, as a fandom or kind of you know. Uh, just had these opportunities taken away from us. So, I, you know, I, I hope that they do bring him back. But then I also understand that this is a television show and you don't want, you know, people that might be, you know, aggressive or, you know, uh, you know, not as mentally stable as they could be in those situations because anything could happen and anything will happen. So in classic Big Brother terminology, 
you got to expect the unexpected, right? Yeah, it really sucks too. And it's in, I think the worst part of it all, it's like, it's just the expulsion part. Like you just hate to see someone get removed from something so small. You know, he's not going to get invited to jur- um, to, uh, is that, is the that, is finale, that, is that, you know, we're never going to see him again on Big Brother. Well, he didn't have this media run. I know that much. So I'm curious to see what, you know, what happens with that. And then even the Nico situation, too. It just, it seems to be just a season of, like, you know, controversial um, outcomes. Yeah. You know? And, you know, Jamar. Well. You go, you go. Yeah. Yeah. The, normally, and, like, like, if you go back to BBUS and even though I say like they're two different productions, two different programs yeah. at the end of the day, they could do things differently. N- normally if you leave the show voluntarily yeah. or you get expelled, yeah, black- it's like you break yeah. a rule. You don't you're get like invited back like from the community. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I see that as well. Uh, I hope that that changes. Uh, apparently they said that Jamar was able to say his goodbyes to the house guests. So you got to, you know, go back into the house and get people hugs yeah. Um, I'm not sure uh, if that even even the fact that he was able to do that shows that he wasn't really a threat and that he wasn't really in a place where you know what I mean because if he was really upset if you let him back in there he'd yeah. probably take a swing on somebody you know what I mean but they obviously thought that he was you know of sound, of sound uh, mind and body to you know be able to say goodbyes and, and keep it moving but yeah man it's just unfortunate and I think even Ike had a really if- good tweet and you know Ike and I have actually talked offline a couple of times. I should, even, I should even say this, but we talked, I talked to a bunch of, you know, black house guests offline uh, about the whole situation. Uh, Davon and big brother uh, us as well too. And we're good friends and it just sucks, man, because like, you know, Jamar had such a, a huge fanfare globally. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people saw things in Jamar that they could relate to. Uh, and for this to be the way that this character or this person leaves such a, a beloved game. Uh, it's just, it's just very sad. You know, like you hate to see it. You hate to, you know, he's a young man yeah. as well. So, and uh, we'll see what hopefully uh, there's opportunities for him outside of Big Brother, outside of the game, and that his employer doesn't see this and say, hey, you know what? We don't want you working here anymore. You know what I mean? Like the repercussions of this have yet to be felt truly. So, hopefully, there's more positive things. But I would also know that, you know, the game doesn't leave. You know, as someone that's been removed from the game two years now, uh, people still ask me about game moves. People still ask me about things. And I know for Jamar, this will probably be the thing that people ask him about the most. You know what I mean? He's going to be labeled as the guy that lost his yeah. school, threatened someone in the house, and got removed from the game. And in Canada, that never happens. That's like, you know, that's, 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 it's huge news. You know what I yeah. mean? So um, I'm curious. Luckily, it seems like everyone that i've seen talk about it seems to be on his side everyone yeah. likes him everybody's confused it's a, t- it's a tough one man like you know ryan, it, my, it, my it ryan valentine uh he's been getting shitted on twitter today a little bit uh for you know what i mean and I yeah saw him getting, uh, getting some hate as well too and and i get it too that's why my first yeah. thing was like it's unfortunate you know what i mean because i get it like people will push your buttons in that house and at the end of the day you have to be in control of your emotions and your energy and not say or do anything stupid that will mess up your opportunity to play that game or mess up your opportunities outside of the house. You know what I mean? My my big thing was I didn't want to like yeah. offend my, my and, family. 
I didn't want to do some things that made my family upset. You know what I mean? Or or take away opportunities of the you know outside right. of you know the game. And I you know thank goodness I didn't do too much of that. But like you know it's it's tough, man. That game will, will make you in, and these things live forever on the internet. They live forever on Twitter. Like these things are hard to kind of you know wipe clean. So I hope that this is is uh, you know. A wake up call to people that want to be on reality television, but hey, you know, like it, it might be great. Yeah, you might get a bunch of followers, but you could, you know, mess up your money for years to come or mess up opportunities or be hated by people that you don't even know or think they know you. You know what I mean? So it's a, it's a tough one, man. It's a tough one. Yeah. And, and I think with this situation, it's going to really come down to how they edit the episode because if they did let him come back and say his goodbyes, I think that it's going to be positive for the most yeah. part, like as positive as it can be, you know, like it can't be too positive, but as positive as it can be. Cause normally when people get expelled, they they're gone, there's nothing. Yeah. And then there's an announcement and that's it. So to have him come back, it means to an extent they understand like, Hey, he may not, he was, he wasn't, he may be, he wasn't super aggressive. He wasn't a threat to safety, but these two people say yeah. they're uncomfortable and we have to respect them and we have to, you know, do what's best for what's best. And, and Emmett's tweet, I don't know why he got so much hate for it because his tweet makes a lot of sense, is that it's, they can only do, Global can only do so much. And if there's house guests complaining about their safety with, uh, and it's about one person and then there's two people saying this one person's making them feel unsafe, well, they have to do what they have to do, especially since they're kind of in a position where they have to do anything they can to protect their show since it can get canceled at any moment. So I kind of understand to an extent why they did what they did, why they made that decision. I think Emma's tweet is getting a little hate for no, for no real reason because he didn't really say – Oh, he yeah. should have got expelled. We don't like him. Like he, he, he yeah, no, had no. a pretty I, objective say, opinion I on it, really. Emmett a couple times, I love Emmett, man. He's amazing guy. You know, what I mean, he gets a bad rap for whatever reason. I don't know why, but like, super a guy's guy, super nice guy, uh, charming. You know, what I mean, great, guy, great gentleman. Uh, so I understand his perspective, and I understand the perspective of production. You know, what I mean, production's job is to make everyone feel safe. You know what I mean. It's to make everyone feel secure, to make everyone right. comfortable. You know, Jamar definitely did say a bit too much. You know what I mean? And he knew that he said it a bit too much immediately after saying yeah. that. So at the end of the day, you're going to have to live with what you say and how you act in that game and in that house. So, hey, man, you know, I love Jamar. I love his energy. Definitely relatable. You know what I mean? And I'm definitely going to see him. I already reached out to him on on Instagram and he hit me back. So we're definitely going to chat and, uh, you know, probably plan up a few things, but it's not easy, man. It's not easy being in that house. It's not being, it's being in that game. It's a hard, you know, a lot of dynamics, a lot of, you know, microaggressions. It's, it's just, it's just a very challenging time for people that are not in favor. And we've seen that play out twice this time, this season, you know what I mean? From Nico, you know, being, you know, literally yeah. downtrodden and beat up constantly from the second he entered the game to Jamar, who a lot of people thought was in a very ideal position, literally, you know, lose it and, you know, spiral out of control and now remove from the game. So it takes its toll, man. Mentally, it's, it's, you got to be tough. You got to be tough. Yeah, exactly. And this is – and this is the thing that I think um, me as a fan, and I think most fans, is when this with what's happened – it does definitely open eyes because you see the conversations and he's like, 
you know, you guys are playing a stupid game, and then instantly you have it like, yeah, oh, you're yeah. attacking me, you're attacking me, yeah, you're attacking yeah, me, and yeah, he's like yeah. barely saying anything. And it's like Jamar, you, you know, really gotta you, you yeah, realize no, for I certain people. Like Jamar's yeah, go. Like, Jamar's game couldn't have you know as, as tragic as it went out. Uh, it, there was moments of brilliance in terms of how he navigated his way oh, yeah, through the sure. house and how he just kind of, you know, and for me, I think authenticity is something that is so overlooked in the game because a lot of people will kind of, you know, mute themselves or change the way they are in order to just stay in the game. And for a person like Jamar, who kind of came into the game understanding, you know, the nuances of the game, but also as carefree and honest to be his authentic self, is something that, you know, should be, should be, I guess, cheered. You know, there's a conversation I, I saw in feeds where he was talking about sure. how black women are, like, overlooked and kind of, you know, hated on the most. And there's a conversation I saw that he had, uh, you know, with, with Suzanne about, you know, uh, you know, raising his voice and actually what it sounds like when he's yelling. You know what I mean? And it was, it was like, these moments are just like, wow. Like, mm-hmm. he's trying to show you that he is not who y'all think he is. And he's showing you numerous times... But yet, for some reason, outside of his control, people are still going to label him as an aggressive, playing too hard too soon, and being an emotional player, which is, which is you know, I think an unfair end to his, his game. Exactly. I think that, um, that one of the biggest problems when it comes to a show like Big Brother is that the editing – can can they can mistakenly edit people in certain ways or purposely edit people in certain ways and it reflects in the future like i always bring it back to bb20 um with swaggy c he got edited in this really um aggressive and cocky way and then ever since then every other black male that plays big brother it's always he reminds me of swaggy c you reminds me of swaggy c and it always ends up in a negative light and and kind of puts a target on their back even though they're like nothing like they're two completely different people and then, but people can't get that image out of their head, and I think that that reflection and that editing is something that I think that that the show's production needs to lean back on and realize maybe we need to try to instead of look for storylines that are you know what you expect is is show the reality of what's actually going on because if yeah. you're not a feedster, you don't really see the real personality no, of certain characters right. uh, in the, in I the will game. Say the feed is the saving grace to a lot of people's gameplay. Uh, you know, when I got out of the house. Uh, you know, of course, people loved me and some people hated me. But I found that the people that loved me the most were the people that actually watched the feeds. And they said, hey, man, like, you might not have made the edit. That might not have made the edit for the mass audience. But for the people that actually watched the feeds and got to see me, got to see my interactions, got to see, you know, the full scope and not what, you know, production was trying to hide or production was trying to adjust, uh, you know, was to my benefit. And, you know, Jamar, I think, you know, you're, you're going to see a lot of Jamar's clips uh, from the feeds kind of see the time of day, especially now. And especially, you know, depending on how they edit that episode uh, coming up on Thursday. You know what I mean? So I think, uh, you know, he's, he's done a lot of good. I yep. even told him in the DMs that, like, I was, you know, happy to see, you know, his, his opportunity to shine on, you know, that, that platform. So I, I hope there's a lot of good things planned for him. Hopefully they do give him another opportunity. Hopefully they do, they don't kind of hold this uh, dark cloud of him, you know, being removed from the game over too long. But you know, at the end of the day, there's you know, there's a lot of other people they can kind of slide into those positions. So at the end of the day, like you know, I love Jamar, but you know, the, the show must the show goes on, man. The show goes on. The show goes on. 
Yeah, I agree. It's like, listen, if a bunch of, if the people that really dedicate their time to this show, those people that watch the feeds all day, those people that really care about the yeah. game, if they like you, that means you did something right. And Jamar is one of those people that everyone yeah, was man. loving, so he clearly did yeah, something right. I, and I, th- I, I hope he realized that when he comes out and doesn't feel too bad right now, about the situation. the love of the streets. I know I saw that uh, I Stand With Jamar was trending at number two. And I think Toronto right now, probably more in Canada. I'm not even sure, but uh, you know, regardless of what happens yeah. with him within the game, I think the amount of love waiting for him outside the game will be enough to sustain him and give him a couple more opportunities. I even saw that some people were possibly planning a GoFundMe for Jamar. You know what I mean? You know, you, the, yeah. uh, I don't know. There's GoFundMe for everything nowadays, but, uh, so probably. Like, you know, I thought he played a pretty good game. Maybe. Uh, Got a little caught up too emotionally with Min Lee there, uh, and that kind of you know might have resulted to his downfall. But hey, yeah, he's young, he's having fun, man. He enjoyed himself. What can I say? You know, a lot of people never had the opportunity. So the fact that he's even made it into the house yeah. and was able to kind of you know uh, be a representation of, of a lot of people this season, you know, you gotta love it, man. You gotta love it. Yeah, exactly. Like even with the negative uh, end. Like there's so much positive in in everything oh, yeah. that he's already that he did get to do, and then everything that he did show. So you know, it's always yeah. you know you can always focus on the positive instead of the negative, well, and there's know, a lot to focus on there anyway. You know, but that happens every season. You know, there's always someone that goes home early that you're like, oh man, I wish they would have stayed yeah. or when I got to see more of them. And uh, but that's it, man. There's only to be one winner, and uh, usually it's the bigger personalities that go out early. So. Uh, sad, sad to see Jamar go, but hey, man, that is true. Uh, you know the love that he's going to get in these streets. I'm sure he'll be super happy with the fact that he was, you know. And sometimes, to be honest with you, uh, it, it's better to get out. And in you know, when I got evicted, I, I had a conversation with Ramsey's. Ramsey was on uh, season season four, I believe, and he left early because of his pops. But you know, he always said, yeah. like, "Hey, man, this is a great time for you to literally come outside the house, and then now you get to interact with all the fans." as they watch the show as well. So, like, your commentary, your opinions, and your just interactions, uh, you know, are, are probably going to make the show a lot more fun uh, outside the house than you are in the house. You know what I mean? I'm sure they would have wanted to see him in the house, you know what I mean? But, like, the fact that now Jamar yeah. is part of the, the audience watching the show and, and making his commentary is, is you know, is, is also helpful as well. So he, he gets to kind of, you know, help, uh, you know, be a part of the show, even though he's outside of the show. That's true. Fans love seeing past house guests yeah, or man. evicted Talk house shit. guests talk about the season. Well, it's probably one of the that you, you, best you, parts and of Twitter. They know, and they know these people because they've lived with them, right? So yeah. their conversations and their stories, I think, are are definitely uh, authentic and are needed. So uh, we'll see what, what Jamar does once he hits the social media, you know? I'm sure it'll be super hilarious. I'm sure his Instagram lives will be very funny. You know what I mean? So I'm looking forward to see what Jamar has to offer outside the game. And, you know, of course, I'm, I'm rooting for him as well. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes the brighter thing is leaving early, especially when you have um, if you do have like a knowledge of the show and a good personality, you can like there's a lot you can do once you're out of that house. And yeah, sometimes the earlier there's, you there's go, the better. There's more you can do, more people you can talk to. I'm sure like, you know, there's and oh, Jamar's, yeah. you know, he's 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 a star, man. You know what I mean? He's he's really a star. So I think he'll take full yeah. advantage of whatever opportunities present themselves. And I'm sure that whatever he whatever he does, either if it's you know parties or club nights or emceeing or like you know just whatever you know, uh, the streets are waiting. Our streets are waiting for him. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is. There's not much we can, anyone can do about it, so you got to move on. And if you, if you love it, brother, you're still going to watch it. You know, it's going to be a little hard at first. You're still going to watch it. It sucks that he got expelled. It but, is what it is, you man. Know, and, you know, every season, like I is. said, people go, people go home, and only one person can win. Uh, you know, definitely would have loved to see him and Min Lee in the jury house. Uh, but I'm sure that you may, maybe we'll see Sheldon and Brooke in the jury house, or For maybe sure. we'll see Kyle and Vanessa in the jury house, or, you know, whoever we'll see. But, like, I think at the end of the day, like, uh, it's going to be good TV. We're going to enjoy how things play out. Definitely going to be different without Jamar there and Min Lee with that little beef mance, what they called that. Uh, but uh, regardless, the show got to go on, man. Yeah. So, with that being said, the show's got to go on. What do you think is the uh, best solution, like, like the best move that can be made this week with the way things are going on? So, like, with the plans, what do you think is well, the you right know, it's funny. Like, I'm thing to do for to the HOH? Now that Jamar has been removed from the game, does that mean that Min now comes off the block? Does that mean that Sheldon's HOH was a complete waste? and that none of his targets got removed, and essentially he lost an ally in Jamar by leaving? Uh, I don't know. I think they should keep things the same. I think they shouldn't remove anyone. Uh, they, shouldn't, they, they should keep, you know, the vote, the people on the block the same and still go through the vote. You know what I mean? But it's a week-by-week situation, so realistically yeah. they're probably going to, you know, reset the week. Sheldon's HOH will be a, a washout, and uh, we'll go from there. But realistically, Amin's still a target. You know yeah, for I mean? sure. It's just now that she she sees it coming instead of the back door. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's hard to know exactly what they're planning to do because they're going to try to, their hardest now to figure out what they're going to do with their yeah, schedule because, yeah. you know, TV's all about schedule and, and all about timing. So you never know what they can do. With Min, I really too, like I Min, so I don't want to see her like go right well. right now, but it's almost like – yeah, and I and I, I think that I think in a way that if Jamar didn't get expelled, that this house meeting could have did a little bit of a favor for her because he did kind of make himself a target in that a little more in that house meeting. But so I think that she yeah, kind of made the right move by having it happen. Because by the end of the house meeting, you know, whoever uh, she she was she was a threat, but like now, like she's she's kind of gave up Jamar for her to stay another week. You know what I mean? And who knows what might happen next week. You know what I mean? Realistically, exactly. the only person that doesn't really like her is Angie. So, you know, uh, she could, you know, essentially get one more, you know, depending on how things fall. Plus, I think people still aren't really, you know, over that four, yeah. uh, the, the evictors. So we'll see what happens with 